everybody. I'm Maya. I'm Melissa. And I'm Olivia. And we're here to take you back to your, your Twilight phase. Oh, was, okay. that, was that it? Melissa and I, I were looking like good. it was good. And Olivia's looking good. like maybe. Oh, Olivia's. Like, oh, I'm looking at Maya and I, I was like, like I don't know that's only like good. so slow. I felt like it was good. All right. I thought that was fast. Uh, listeners, please let us know how you think that intro went. Oh maybe by the last episode of Breaking Dawn, we'll be able anymore. to do it. But, like, also maybe <laughs> fucking not. I listen this to so many much. podcasts that obviously just have a pre-recorded intro that they oh, drop yeah. in. I'm always like, wow, that's smart. <laughs> listen, we have a theme song. Good. Can you believe we managed that? Truly. At least yeah, we have a song. composed for us. Yeah. <laughs> Original. Oh my god. Welcome back, Melissa. Thanks. Welcome home. Okay, Thanks. tell us about Paris. It was lovely. I had a great time. Um I had a lot of great food. The food was amazing. I drank so much coffee. They drink so mm. much coffee in wow. France. They really do. Like Did you drink it all while seated? While seated? I've heard that like they you don't, don't walk around with a coffee yeah, they cup. They don't want you to walk around. Oh. Like, oh, yes. Why would you do that? It's tr- yes, I had it I only had like a to-go coffee like a couple times mm-hmm. and I went to like specific like really small places to get it. But yeah, they, they drank coffee for like every meal. Like my Airbnb host would just, he was constantly making coffee um, and drinking it constantly. I'm really um, glad he didn't was... murder you. Yeah, me too. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I am too. I have, I, I should write him a review. Thanks for not murdering me. <laughs> he had a really cute cat. Oh, um, that helps. But yeah, it was really nice. I went to a lot of different bookstores and I found Twilight in French and I didn't buy it though. Oh, you should have. I know, uh, but I didn't have a room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I didn't want to figure out how to mail things. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, I also wasn't. No one was rude to me at all, uh-huh. so that was really nice. I was really expecting someone to just, like, really be mean to me, um, but that did not happen. I feel like it's not, like, a true meanness. It's just, like, a slight air of, like, why are you trying to figure this out? <laughs> yeah, no, everyone was – honestly, I felt like everyone had, like, the same, like, New York kind of vibe. Where, yeah. you know, everyone's always talking about how New just Yorkers like, are rude. Right. Like, I don't when agree. When really, they're just busy. Right, we're busy, like, don't, and, you know, like, we're not needing to be in each other's business all the time. Like, And there's already too many things competing for your attention. Exactly. So, like, no, I can't give 30 seconds to every person I meet on the street. Right. So it was very, I thought they were very similar vibes. Um, Let's see, some um, oddities that happened. Um, (sighs) I did see a man walking around with a rat on his shoulder. Wow. Was it Remy Ratatouille? <laughs> it was a white rat. Um, <gasps> and it looks like a very nice docile pet. Um, wow. And he's just walking around with it. Was it on like a leash yeah. of any kind? I don't remember. Mm. I was walking behind him and I didn't want to like be ogling him. I was yep. very conscious of the fact that I didn't want to ogle in general as a tourist in the mm-hmm. area. And mm-hmm. then also, yep. you know, I didn't want him to feel weird for having his rattle. 
carrying around. No, I would have been behind him, would have matched my step to his perfectly. I did take a picture. <laughs> send it to us. I'll send it to you guys. Um, some other oddities for any uh, Cincinnati Ohioans. I did find a Frisch's Big Boy statue. <laughs> that absolutely killed me. I sent that to my friends from home. <laughs> Uh, for those who aren't from Ohio, Frisch's Big Boy is like a chain restaurant. Um, its official name is Frisch's, but everyone calls it Big Boy. I don't really know. It's not part oh, of the name. Oh, I never call it Big Boy. It's Frisch's Big Boy. Yeah, I would say like Frisch's Big Boy as like kind oh, of my a family joke, would, but I would, would just say Frisch's. Say, oh, let's go to Big Boy. Oh. But like, anyway, they have big ass statues of a boy outside right. each restaurant. Yes, and he and is a big he, boy. He's very recognizable. <laughs> My friend from high school tried to buy one <laughs> to put in his yard to keep property <laughs> prices down. <laughs> but was it uh, an icon? No, he didn't end up getting one. Yeah, so like this big boy was like outside of a French restaurant that was like trying to be a diner. <laughs> Um, and I think the restaurant was called, like, Le Fille Rouge, Rouge, which just means, like, the red boy. Um, and so I, as soon as I saw the big boy, like, just, like, froze on the street and, like, screamed. (laughs) (laughs) It was definitely, I think, probably the weirdest moment of me during the whole trip. Everyone was like, what the fuck? And then I just, like, whipped out my phone and started taking pictures of it. Truly, everyone around me was so confused. I feel like they must have thought, like, does she know that big boy? (laughs) Like, it it was very obvious to me that I don't know the restaurant was just, like, we're trying to look like a diner. So, like, like, we found this, random American thing that we were able to purchase. Boy statue. Yeah. (laughs) We're going to put it outside our restaurant. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, uh. I have a great picture of that. Oh, yeah. maybe I'll share some of these to the Instagram. Yeah, you gotta post the, post the pics. Uh, but, I let's see, was there anything else that, like, just really bamboozled me? <laughs> I have a question. Yeah. Do you feel that the trip accomplished for mm-hmm. you psychologically mm-hmm. what you hoped that it would? So... I would say that at this point, I was really trying not to hype it up in my head because when I first Because planned, too much had happened already. Yeah, because like when I planned the trip, it was like January 2020 and I bought tickets for March 2020. And I was like, I'm just going to like the whole point of it was like, I'm just spontaneously buying tickets to Paris. <laughs> I'm just going to go and have a good time. And then, of course, the pandemic happened and I tried planning this trip three times total. And so it became like a thing. Yeah. That was not the original intent of the trip. Right. So I did feel like, it does feel like a major relief that I finally gotten this trip done with because, yeah. I don't know, it just felt like I was couldn't a do little it. bit worried that, like, the universe didn't want you there or something. I'm alive. Don't like, worry. there'd be, like, another Notre Dame okay. fire. Well, we did want to address that, like, the when we recorded our last podcast, I was, like, Oh, all yeah. protests and like it turned out they're like very serious I know. 
protests. Like legit protests. So, like, and we don't want to make light of the protests right. that are happening in France. Right. Also, was... it doesn't sound like that was, like, bad. I was, you know. Right. It so, didn't, like, end your trip. No. the Lou- So, the one day that I had tickets to go to the Louvre, it was closed because of uh, striking workers, which, like, full support. Like, yeah, totally. I want to go to the Louvre, but, like, also... You do what you gotta do. Yeah. The Louvre will still be there. I know, yeah. exactly. I was like, there's a billion other things to do. I'll yeah. come back. Um, but Honestly, the Mona Lisa is, like, really small. Yeah. And so, so crowded. Honestly, the only you reason I really it, wanted though. to go was you because do. I wanted to do the Carter's tour. Because, you Sad. know, Beyonce and Jay-Z, their <sighs> album, the Carter's, they did the, it was all at the Louvre. So I really wanted to do that. <laughs> Um, but anyway, uh, I mean, it was definitely still going, all the, like, the striking was still going on when I was there, and there was one day that, like, my Airbnb host was, like, uh, it was, like, a strike day, which I don't know how that was, like, determined, but, like, everyone, like, everyone in France is also, like, part of the union, um, and That's so, so hot. I know! Listen, they revolutionized and we're like we're like we're never going back and i love that for them (laughs) and so uh he was like yeah today was like a strike day and so he's like the trains are gonna be fucked up just Mm. stay in the area um and like i was reading about it online and even like i was reading like the french newspaper le monde and like literally they were like actually we're not gonna be posting any articles because our writers are striking so like (laughs) it was just like so collective it was like so cool to beautiful yeah um so really hope that they accomplish what they're trying to accomplish i'll be i'll be following along but yeah the protests and strikes and stuff they were getting serious but it didn't i didn't see it at all but i remember they were protesting in paris when i went and my mom well not this trip but the trip before this uh, and my mom was like, don't go. I'm begging you not to go. Paris is burning. Because, you know, she saw yeah. photos of fires in Paris. And right. was like, the entire city is, is in flames. And it was lovely. Well, was yeah, Melissa time. literally sent us photos, yeah. like, a few days before you were going to go. And I was like, okay, but, like, the news portrayed New York looking oh, yeah. exactly like this yeah. in 2020 and i was here and i did not witness any right unless i went looking for it yeah right. and yeah but. that was the case for paris too i okay, did also happen across like well because like so the trash workers were also striking at the same time and so there was a lot of tr- piles of trash and the people who were striking for the retirement age would like set them on fire and so that's what a lot of the fires were that mm-hmm. were like in videos and oh, so it was beautiful really, synergy yeah a real teamwork moment and i would see like burned like piles like if i was walking around like in some touristy area the next day but yeah. like i didn't actually see anything like in action yeah. i watched the newest john oliver last night mm-hmm. and a he said that the fi- some of the firefighters like in solidarity just like didn't put out the fires <laughs> and he was like wow firefighters were like siding with fire like that's <laughs> and also he showed this video of these two people at like a little cafe table with their oh, glasses yeah, just, of like, wine with a 
full blaze behind them. Yeah. Like maybe yeah. 20 feet away from them, just like chatting. Just chatting. Just sitting there having their I wine. I feel like you do that for the photo and then you get up. Like, <laughs> they didn't look like they were. Gas line could explode. It was a it was a video. Like they were sitting there. They were just. Sit- I saw that video, and honestly, <laughs> I did get that vibe from the people there. They're like, we're gonna let people do whatever they want to fucking do, and you know what? We're just gonna live our lives. You know, I'm like, yeah, okay. I'm glad that you took your trip finally. I'm yeah, glad I'm the glad universe didn't present prevent you. Yeah. I know. Thank and God. my final question for you is, where do you want to go next? Ooh, good question. Um, well, I am going to London in September. I have tickets for that with my friend Carrie. <sighs> Okay, um, I have so many recommendations. For you. <laughs> I know you would. I hadn't brought it up yet because we still have a bit of time. But, uh, and then I'm also, I'm going to Colorado in like two weeks or maybe like one week. No, it's like two weeks. So like I am getting a bit of travel in, but like I think I really want to go to like, I don't know, like maybe like Iceland. That'd be cool. I want to go to like a see the northern lights. Yeah, I want to go to, like, a nature-heavy place for my next one rather than, you know, another city. Yeah. i got to tell you, Switzerland. I know. Like, the nature-y parts. Unreal. Unreal. I was talking to Kate, and she was just like, I mean, Melissa, we thought we died. And I'm like... (laughs) We did think we had died. (laughs) Or perhaps hope. Hope you know? that we had died. And like, if this, this is heaven, heaven, I hope I'm dead. <laughs> yeah. I hope place? I can stay here forever. <laughs> oh, yeah, now I'm back and ready to talk about Yeah, we got to talk about Twilight. Twilight. Yeah. Uh, why don't we do a quick listener letter? The first one that I opened can okay. be the lucky one. Uh, subject line. I'm a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. <laughs> oh, wait, who is it? This is Danica. Yeah, isn't that, that it's our friend Danica. Yeah, yeah our we pal Danica. Danica. Okay. Um, I love that subject line due to the length. Um, <laughs> Danica Is writes, it the length of the church name? Some, like, uh, comment that we previously Yeah, we had that made. whole conversation. Is that That's what this email is That's what we talked about. Hey, guys. It's me, Danica. Back hey. again. Danica's back. Back, back again. again. Danica's back. back. Tell That's our friend. friend. Ooh. Anyway. In episode 106, yes, I'm re-listening to the pod. Oh, Oh my God. Thank you. You guys talk about how the previously Mormon church is called the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. I was told this by somebody. I am currently a member of that church and wanted to let you know that all my friends and myself just call us LDS. Oh, thank God. Also, I just, yeah, that's a tongue saver. Also, I just went to church prom where all my friends called it... (laughs) Mo prom, short for Mormon prom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mo-prom. I feel like it should be more prom. Mor-prom. No, sorry, it's Mo pro, short for Mormon prom. Mo pro. I love Mo pro. Mo pro is good. If you guys have any questions about the church or anything, I'm happy to answer. Yeah, oh, I do. Incredible. Please tell us about Mo pro. <laughs> um, I have a question, Danica, and since you're re-listening to everything. Um, can you tell if I've gotten, like, a lot cooler as the podcast has gone on? I don't think that's what Danica meant by, if we have any questions about the church. 
I'm just saying, I think I have. Here's the thing. Um, if you answer that, I do want to know if I've gotten any cooler. <laughs> Here's the thing, Danica. Here's the thing, Danica. There is no correct answer. Because there if is you a tell correct Melissa, answer. But if you've gotten cooler, that means you were less cool in the past and you're going to be mad about it. No, I am of the opinion that I am co- always getting cooler. Okay. Okay. I was cool. I guess and Danica's going to be the judge of that, <laughs> Melissa. <laughs> But actually, I really want to know about church prom. Uh, Like, are there dates to church prom? Mm. Uh, Is it music and dancing? Is there, like, a prayer component? Like, is there a service first? Is there a Jesus component? And then, I I assume there's a Jesus component. Do you dance with Jesus? At least in subtext. In subtext, do you dance with Jesus? No. I mean, well, I don't know. Maybe there's, like, Deanna when you're can, dancing, you're Deanna leaving space for Jesus. You know yeah. how people say that? in between you. Did you people really say that at your you middle, gotta... middle schools? I never only, heard that in real life. Only, like, jokingly. Yeah. yeah. But also, I went to Catholic school, so oh, I think. Right. You got more oh, of it. Oh, yeah. That was not a joke when I was in middle school, but I also didn't go to any dances. I didn't so really I go know. to middle school dances either. The middle school dances, I remember, were very formal. Um, They, like, did dancing lessons, like, uh like like waltz and stuff like that oh. i think because i wanted to keep them <laughs> like that's not really grinding PG, right so, great yep wow thanks danica all right let's get to it let's do it whose turn is it i did last time i remember that or at least i think i did that's probably me i'll do my best okay if you remember Alice has just left. She has dragged Jasper out of the house. We are now on chapter 29, Defection. 29. They all sit still, <laughs> silently, without moving, all night. Why, you ask? I don't know. Shock, except vampires don't have that. I, I think it's only plot reasons. They're but perfect, they all except in this moment. Time needs to um, pass. Until right. when I, yeah, time needs, time needs to, pass. to pass. Alice needs to get away. Yeah, Alice needs to get places, and therefore they sit still all <laughs> night without moving. Then they're like, oh shit, Renesmee's gonna wake up. Oh shit, Jacob is gonna wake up. Um, then all of a sudden, they're like, where could she be? <laughs> She's been gone for so long. We must suddenly run after her right now. So all the vampires run off and they like follow her scent. Um, and they get to Sam, who's like, okay, she gave us very specific instructions. She asked to cross our land and go to the ocean, and also gave me this piece of paper and said not to tell you anything until you came to ask me about it. And then they have this letter from Alice that has been written on the back of the copyright page of. Bella's paperback copy of The Merchant of Venice. Which who owns that? Bella does, of course. She's not like other girls. <laughs> she knows immediately. This is my This is my copy, copy of The Merchant, of, the Merchant of, Venice. of Venice. Alice is just like, don't look for us, go get everybody. This is the only way. We love you. And they're all just convinced, like, she's fucked off. Maybe she's trying to save Jasper. Maybe she's trying to save herself. Sam is all judgy about it. And they're like, you don't know her. 
and they're all like really sad about how Alice has abandoned them and Bella's like I mean she gave us the best chance that she had but like clearly she couldn't save herself or like she needs to save Jasper so like we're really sad but she's gone and that's obviously the only explanation for the course of events that has happened clearly yeah stupid in this chapter so then she so they realize that there's this little offshoot of trail that is just alice and not alice and jasper and bella like connives her way into following it alone just with edward and it takes them to the cottage and she's like okay but like let me go in alone because she's convinced that like because it's her copy of the merchants of venice this must be some kind of like sign for just her so she goes into the house she finds her copy she's obviously correct and on the other side of like the title page of the book is a name and an address in seattle and the words destroy this and a a conveniently already crackling fire right next to it for her to toss the book into edward comes in 15 seconds later and is like what the fuck and she's like don't worry about it it was like i just burned a book but it's fine then i don't know they go back they find renesme who does kind of know what's going on uh they make a plan everybody's gonna leave to go like collect people and send them back and so bella and edward and jacob have to stay with renesme to like introduce people to renesme and try to convince them to witness for them and they're like jacob is gonna have to make himself scarce because they're gonna hate werewolves uh and bella determines that like the thing that she thinks alice is trying to tell her is some way of saving renesme because she's like the only thing like there has to be some reason that she needed me to get this message because i'm the only one who edward can't read my mind and so it has to be something that edward can't know but also she probably knows that i want to save my baby and so it's probably about the baby and that's it this spy movie bullshit (laughs) you did okay i thought your recap was good um (laughs) i think i I give you a 7.5 yeah yeah i agree with a 7.5 okay um i think this chapter is so stupid and i hated reading every sentence of it you know what this chapter for me gets a four because mostly I didn't like it, but there was at least like something, some intrigue. There's the I... whole weird thing about the book and the torn out page and the blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I enjoyed the fact that we were really sitting in an emotional low. Sure. Um, yeah, sure, sure. I, as I was reading, I was like, wow, I'm like uncomfortable. I wanted it. And this sucks. And that's a sign of the writing. You know? I just. You know, like, we know that they just sat for, like, hours. <laughs> Literally, Bella and Edward just looking Look at, at each, each other. Oh, my God, Their I skipped eyes hours. not deviating a single millimeter. The sunlight broke night. through the back windows, sparkling on Edward's skin. My eyes had not moved from his since Alice's departure. We'd <laughs> stared at each other all night, staring at what neither of us could live through losing. The other. That is the fucking weirdest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> just oh, staring at each other. not blinking remember right 
Neither of them has blinked. They don't need to blink. But also, okay, but it's also all of them. They're all, all of them. frozen. All frozen. They're sitting in this room. With their super speed vampire brains yeah. that can handle thinking about infinite things at the same time. And you're telling me Emmett just sat there for like seven hours? Yeah. Like, it make it make sense. It doesn't. Um, like, yeah. And Emmett is the one who is like, all right, I've come up with a plan. Right. So you'd think Emmett at least would be like, all right, let's execute the plan while we wait for and Alice. Like, I guess I do understand, right? Like they are waiting for Alice to come back, I guess, with like I actual guess. information. But she doesn't um, say she's coming back. I mean, yeah, but like she's also like yep. their future. Presumably so, like, they're waiting for Alice to come right. back. Right, because also she's the only one who can tell them, like, if their plan will work or Here's the whatever. Thing. All the rest of us just continue right. apace without sure. knowing if it's going to work or not. Right. And they kind of already have a plan. Their plan is to go get people. Yeah, right. they have forgotten what it's like to do <laughs> things do without Alice being that's like, true. Here's approved, what to do. go forth. <laughs> that's true. Right. <laughs> And, you know, and then they do, they get worried that Aro has, like, intercepted her. Yeah. Because apparently she, he knows her more than any of they, any of them do, which I thought was, like, well, a little. Well, he's seen, like, everything in her brain. Yeah, but, like, still. They're, like. He kind of knows all of them more than. Yeah. Sure. But, like, so they're, they're convinced that Aro, even though they know that he's not coming for a month hasn't actually come within the past few hours and intercepted alice and she's been like taken hostage and like so then they're like oh shoot we gotta go find alice or just potentially kill like right right right. i don't know what's going on but like for them it does make sense to like alice they wouldn't just go to alice just isn't coming back um yeah and so and then they go and Sam gives them that note. And honestly, they just jumped to the conclusion. Like, Carlisle's just like, Allison has left us. And I, like, read... Can we read the Here's note? Here's what it says. Yeah. Don't look for us. There isn't time to waste. Remember, Tanya, Siobhan, Amon, Alistair, and all the nomads you can find. We'll seek out Peter and Charlotte on our way. We're so sorry that we have to leave you this way with no goodbyes or explanations. It's the only way for us. We love you. I see how it's ambiguous. Sure. But to me, if I were Alice, I would be like, look, you guys know that you are my family. Do you really think that I would just abandon you for good for no reason? I feel like she has to, she must believe that she needs them to believe that she's gone. Them believing it has to be like part of the plan. I guess maybe they won't like try as hard. If they well, to, like, okay. Her. Aro is coming, and if she tells them the whole plan, then Aro knows the whole plan, because it's That's very true. unlikely they get because they have to. He has to touch somebody. The whole plan is that Aro has to touch somebody to know everything about Renesme so that they don't kill Renesme. And whoever's hand he touches, they if they know the whole plan, then Aro knows the whole plan. So they can't right. know the whole plan. The, I feel kind of two ways about it, because on one side, I feel like I kind of agree with Bella that if Alice truly believed there was no hope whatsoever, 
maybe she would try to save Jasper. Why but, right, she does have a good them. point. But, yeah, exactly. But it's like, if there, she was like, there's no hope whatsoever, why wouldn't she be like, look, guys, there's no shot. Scatter to the four winds. I mean, yeah. The note like, just sound like, if I, if I got the note, I'd be like, oh, Alice is, like, she says she's going to get people. Like, she's going to talk to people. She says, she's telling us to go talk to people. Like, to me, it's like she's working on something. Like, I do not read that note, and I'm like, oh, she's abandoning us. Forever. Yeah. Forever. She's like, we Even though, have but to that's leave what you. They assume. And it says it's the only way for us, which is a very ambiguous us. It could mean right. her and Jasper, but it could mean for everybody. This right. is the best solution for everybody. Right. So, I found I it like... so frustrating reading this chapter and having a very obvious alternate explanation in right. my head and Bella right. just and over and over being it. like, clearly this is the only explanation. Right. And exactly. it's funny because Edward is a little bit of a voice of reason. Like, there might be more going on here. And Bella's like, you don't know her like I know her. Uh, but as for the plan, I feel like the plan still works regardless. Even if Aro right. knows the plan. like Okay, I, no, I'm them... saying, I'm saying, okay, here's my alternate explanation that I think is really obvious. Okay. Alice has information about a way for this to work. That for some unknown reason, she is the only one who can have that information. Right. Something about the plan only works if she does not tell them the plan. Right. Which means she can't let she can't stay around Edward because Edward will just read her mind and understand the information that for some reason they can't know. And like if if there's some complication to the plan like that, then like, yeah, Aro can know that like they're trying to gather a bunch of people to make him hesitate before they show him Renesmee right. but like if there's something else that needs to happen that she can't tell them right. about then maybe he can't know that either maybe this Alice is what is Edward to kill Aro and you know which I think is a great plan and right. you should try uh but this is exactly what Edward argues what does Edward because say? Sam is there and Sam is like hang on things are so bad that like some somebody could just leave like abandon right. your family and they're kind of like, I mean, yeah, we're probably all going to die. And Sam is like, we would never abandon each other. And there's this kind of back and forth where Edward's like, well, we have free will. Like, you don't have a choice <laughs> whether or not to abandon each other. Um, That's a great point. And Edward at one point says, okay, so Sam is like, yeah, we don't have the same kind of free will, but Renesmee is as much a part of our family now as she is yours. Jacob cannot abandon her, and we cannot abandon him. His eyes flickered to Alice's note, and his lips pressed into a thin line. You don't know her, Edward said. Uh, and they go on, like, after that, or maybe it's before, I forget. Um, but Edward basically says, like, she has more information than we have. Oh, it's right here. Yeah, yeah. We don't know what she saw, Edward said. Alice is neither unfeeling nor a coward. She just has more information than we do. Accurate. Can you hear my cat meowing in the background at the top no. of her lungs? No, but I wish. I know, me too. Like, I want that in the pod. <laughs> and they're but, all very upset. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Esme's, like, crying, except not crying. And um, Bella's like, wow, I really just thought that my in-laws were just this one unit who had never spent any time apart from each other. But actually, like, well, Alice and Jasper Alice are the only Jasper. ones 
are technically not part of the family unit because yeah, uh, they were not turned it. by any of us. So I guess it makes sense that they would be the ones who de- who would defect because they're not really part of the family. I hated this. This <laughs> was my worst sentence. I'm going to read it. Go ahead. Um, suddenly, no, blah, blah. Carlisle had created Edward, Esme, Rosalie, and Emmett. Edward had created me. We were physically linked by blood and venom. I never thought of Alice and Jasper as separate, as adopted into the family. But in truth, Alice had adopted the Cullens. She had shown up with her unconnected past, bringing Jasper with his, and fit herself into the family that was already there. She is just as much a part (laughs) of your family, even though she wasn't bitten by Carlisle. Right. And even if she's decided in this instance, which the conclusion you're all jumping to is that she's abandoned you. Yeah. That also still doesn't make it, like, her less part of the family. Yeah, the end of this is she's like, oh, wow, Alice really did, like, have a life before the Cullens. Had she really chosen to lead another new life after she'd seen that life with the Cullens was over? We were doomed then, weren't we? There was no hope at all. Not one ray, one flicker that might have convinced Alice she had a chance at our side. It makes no sense. So dumb. You have spent all this time talking about how Jacob is your family, even though right. there's you're not like romantically or blood connected. And at the end of this chapter, you're going to hatch a plan for Jacob to turn his back on this family and take Renesme away. It's it's the same idea. It's it the same idea. I mean, I understand, like, okay, you're trying to piece together something that you think is an awful thing that's just happened, and, like, how could it have happened? And, like, I don't know, you're coming up with some wild scenarios, and in this case, like, well, maybe Alice just feels like she was never actually part of the family, this is and a that's maybe. why she can do this. It's but not like, like this is, like, un... I don't think this is, like, that this explanation makes no sense. I just don't think it's the only explanation. No. Like, yeah, That's sure, maybe she's yeah. leaving because there's no hope and she wants to save herself and Jasper. And maybe she just has all of the information possibly available and right. this is a this way is where you live. the best way and you can just trust her. I hate Alice's vision so much. <laughs> and I hate that this chapter forces us to talk about them. <laughs> because what happens next is they're heading home when they find that other kind of thread. Yeah, and percent. Bella puts it together with the piece of paper. And it's just like, I, if you use your brain, you're going <laughs> to think, how could this possibly work? Why? Because it's a paper ripped out of Bella's book, would Bella be like, I need to investigate this alone? Like, why wouldn't Edward just go inside with her right. when Bella's like, oh, maybe Alice left a clue? Because Alice but knows because that Bella's Alice's fucking vision. smart. Okay, but also, she knows that Bella's <laughs> really smart and that what... Bella might put together, right. I'm Edward can't read my mind. The reason that Alice would want me to have information in particular is because Edward can't read my mind. I think it's, I think it's way too far of a stretch <laughs> just That's because fair. it came from a book that you own it could I mean, be yeah. that she needed to get okay. something from the cottage but as bella points out there's other things that she could have used for example a rock, like a rock. that she could have etched <laughs> yeah. something into but as i mentioned maybe there was something else she needed to get from the cottage or you know whatever and you know then what the I book is know? there 
is whether there's something about the merchant event, like why That's she what I was wondering. That. I was like, are we supposed to get a clue from right. this like, is title? There, am I supposed to be getting a clue from the fact that it's I mean, Venice, Italy. True. Here's True. what I don't get. How did a fire stay <laughs> burning all night? All night. Many, many hours. Without anyone crackling away. What? Do you Special know how fires wood. work? What weird Stephanie? spell did she put on right. the fire? What magic. <laughs> Great point, Maya. Great detectiving. And Edward doesn't even question that there's a fire burning in his know. home that no one has been in except Alice. Yeah, he just I would rolls question with that. it. Oh, it's so annoying. And he also doesn't question <laughs> why they like Bella's just like I'm gonna burn this. Yeah, stuff. I like how she just like <laughs> so out of it in the fire, and then he's like, "Why are you burning that?" And she's like, "It seemed appropriate." <laughs> and he's like, a- "Oh." There's okay. a fire here for no reason. Bella just burned a book. Alice's note was written on a piece of paper from a book. Like, Edward, I know you are smart, buddy. Just, like, connect the dots. Okay, but but Bella distracts him by telling an anecdote about Alice and how she said how, how when they went to Italy the last time, she lied to Jasper to try to save Jasper. So right. she's like spinning this tale about how like Alice will do anything to save Jasper. And that has to be what she's doing. I mean, it is a fair point. She was like con- concerned about saving Jasper. I think this is, is interesting. I'm going to read this. So Bella is saying she lied to Jasper so that he wouldn't come after us. She knew that if he faced the Volturi, he would die. She was willing to die herself rather than put him in danger, willing for me to die too, willing for you to die. She has her priorities. Edward says, I don't believe it. He didn't say it like he was arguing with me. He said it like he was arguing with himself. Maybe it was just Jasper in danger. Her plan would work for the rest of us, but he'd be lost if he stayed. Maybe blah, blah, blah. Uh, And so it really feels like it's kind of the same situation here where Edward, like we said before, is kind of the one who's like, no, I believe in Alice. That's true. Yes. There's a reason for this. And then Bella's like, Alice's note did not make me hopeful. If there were any way to avoid the coming slaughter, Alice would have stayed. Unless the only way to avoid the coming slaughter is Was Alice to go. Leaving. Leaving. No. <laughs> With my whole special vampire brain, I couldn't see another possibility. <laughs> they are be like, sh- with this whole book, we're getting how freaking smart and how great they are, and yet... But like, then she needs a plot, so they have to be dumb sometimes. And, go- and I'm like, okay, well, can you just start from the beginning of, like, giving them flaws, like, in their judgment? I don't know, in their abilities? Like, Jesus. It's like, no. Um, um, I did want to, I, I don't remember this, the ending of this book, like, at all. And so, <laughs> I, getting this, like, second note from Alice that was an address and a name, and the name we get later, um, Jay Jenkins or something. Yeah. yeah, which I think is poor writing. Say oh the name up front. Right, up front. I agree. Don't be, like, the name, that. and then later be, like, like Jay Jenks. Yeah. Like, just say the name, Jay Jenks. Especially since she already put, like, an extract for the note that said burn this. 
I'm right. like, yeah. just put the I mean, I guess that's thing. avoiding putting the address that's in Seattle. Yeah, but like, but you make, make up, up an, an address. address. Yeah. Make, make, it, make it up. Yeah. But um, I, di- I was like, wow, I really have no idea uh, <laughs> what this person and this address is. And I was just sitting there, like, also thinking, like, with Bella, like, huh, who... Who's this? What are, what are we supposed to be getting from that? You're working through it. Luckily, You're mulling it over. Yep. Luckily, she Googles it. Right. Um, so they go back to the house. In the and they most start, annoying way possible. They start talking so about, uh, you know, the plan and who's going to go where and who's going to get who. And they're going to stay so that they can show Nessie to people. And then she, like, looks wistfully out the window. She pretends to be quote absent-minded and wonders if vampires can be absent-minded and then it's just like tippy tap in the keyboard just casual it's so random how i'm tapping the keyboard and also looking at the the computer out of the corner of her eye (laughs) jason jenks a lawyer in seattle but the addresses didn't match up then deletes the search history which i was like when was bella learning to delete her search history like three books ago she was like closing a pop-up every like took 30 (laughs) seconds to close a pop-up and now she's just absentmindedly deleting her search history well now she's a special vampire so she knows about all the things so the computers work faster yeah well this is also years later She's yeah. in Colin's house. That's not. I mean, like her computer at home there. had dial-up. You know, she was We're like hoping that nobody called. Now. Yeah, while <laughs> trying to reach a website. Have Wi-Fi, even if Wi-Fi hasn't been made public yet. <laughs> yeah, they're fine. I have a little thing before we go too far ahead. Actually, it's two. Just things I think are stupid. Um, <laughs> Rosalie has traded her silk wrap dress <laughs> for jeans for and running jeans. shoes. Blah blah blah. Maybe we've already talked about this, but how do running shoes survive on their special speedy feet? Oh, yeah, we have talked about this. Every sneaker should be absolutely obliterated. Yeah. Well, Alice just buys them new sneakers every time they wear sneakers, so it's irrelevant. They probably get, like, they probably need, like, special sneakers that are made out of, like, some kind of indestructible alloy. Yeah, I feel like, Mm -hmm. do they, like, make the soles themselves? Yeah, probably. Probably. Uh, My next thing I thought was stupid was when Bella gets back to the house, there's a globe in the middle of the living room. (laughs) I thought that was so dumb. referencing the globe. (laughs) What does this globe do for you? That's a great fucking point. Don't they each have a perfectly constructed... Image of a globe in their brains. What are they? What are they looking at? Like, yep, that's where Brazil is. We're going down there. Like, (laughs) just pointing at it. I just thought it was so stupid. That's really funny. Like, oh, guys, go get the globe. (laughs) (laughs) Truly, a moment where I don't know where the internet. Like, would have been like, yeah, guys, let's just pull yeah, up. This is, like, while she's on the internet. <laughs> just, let's just pull up, what, uh, like, a more detailed photo of the Yeah, girl. like, where in Brazil? <laughs> also, you don't really need to know where Brazil is to get on a plane to Brazil. Like, are they, do you think they're going to run all these places, or do you think they're going to take planes? Maybe, they're going to well, take planes some. At the topography on the globe to see, like, where the land is so that they can just run the whole Just way. run. 
Yeah, because a globe is such a detailed map that you would need for running to Brazil. And you, what else could they use a globe for? I don't know. I mean, I like it as a visual aid, but that doesn't make sense for a vampire. A vampire okay. doesn't need a visual Ooh. aid to be like, you guys are going here. We're going here. We had a globe. I like to imagine the Cullen's globe like my childhood globe, which is like brightly board? colored. Made of cardboard and plastic. <laughs> I mean, it's the correct year. They, my childhood globe would have been available at the time. I just imagine them all like crowded around this like globe and just like really, globe. really Hilarious. looking at it. Maybe it's the kind where when you press a country, it lights up and like tells you a fact. <laughs> She's like worrying like a little adult about what's gonna happen to everybody. And Bella just has her like intense maternal I have to save my baby. I think this is like the moment where Bella actually for the I feel like for the first time it's like my baby is the most important thing. Like literally up until this, like even a couple pages ago. Edward and Bella were just staring at each other because they were the one things that they couldn't stand to lose. And I'm like, you have a child! And now you're talking about how Renesmee is the one thing that you must save. It's it's a bit, it's a lot of leaping for me. You just don't have one thing. Maybe you have have two things. things. You can have two things. You can have two. But it is... At this point that Renesmee is, like, you know, uh, cognizant and aware that Bella's like, oh, fuck, no, I I want to save my baby, which, like, fair. That's fair. fair. Yeah, fair. Um, yeah, definitely fair. It, it does feel like in this book she just kind of, like, goes back and forth between, like, forgetting she has a baby and being like, oh, my God, my baby. My baby. I Which, love my baby so much. To me, that's like dream logic, you know? Like yeah. when you're dreaming. Like when you she's look not around, she just doesn't exist. Right, right. And it, like she lit like in the first chapter where Bella has a baby as a vampire, she literally tells us, like, yeah, I kind of like forget about her and I'm then remember. I'm a mom. <laughs> Even though again, she's a perfect vampire mind that can think about a I can remember at once. all things at all times. But it does kind of feel like I just like thought of something. What? We have finally found something that can't that Bella cannot be turned on in the midst of. <laughs> at about her no baby. point. <laughs> No, when she thinks her entire family is going to be massacred by the Volturi, oh. including her baby. I was like, wait, yeah, she does. Honestly, actually I've been think waiting her for her to have a moment where she's like, well, lot. this is it, so I need a. Yeah, I. Man. When they're back at the cottage, you kind of think like, all right, they're gonna <laughs> one last time. Yeah, one last time. Knock this out. That's not what happens. I mean, I haven't ruled it out yet. That's one, fair. One okay. thing that I cannot believe we haven't gotten to yet is Bella's fucking power. Nope. Uh, nope. How much of this book do we have left? It's dwindling, yo. Like, like it, we don't have that much what? left. A little more than a fifth, maybe? But not as much maybe. as a quarter. Well, maybe that's a quarter. We have less no. than 200 pages, which is like a, an entire book. Let me look at my, my... Like, it looks book. like literally nothing, but, like, actually, it's 
almost 200 pages, which is like a novel. Okay, but still, <laughs> like we're like what? Yeah. Uh, where? You know what I wanted this book to be about? Bella's Bella vampire power. Yeah. <laughs> Truly. And now I'm like, well, now that I don't remember anything that happened, so I'm like, oh, how did we, how did we figure it out? How did we discover this power? Because right, I'm sure right it's now, in the moment of truth, we it's think be that at the moment of truth, we think that her power is just loving Edward. It's just loving Edward <laughs> so much. She just loves him. She just but not her baby. But not she her loves Renesme, but not to the point that it's a power. But she decides that she's gonna save her baby no matter what. So, yes. so maybe, maybe this she's is gonna her go to version. Seattle. Of... Maybe some stuff's gonna happen. Yeah, and this is her version of wanting two things: her power for loving Edward and her decision to save Renesmee. <laughs> that's like that's a that's an and and. Yeah, sort of. Let's find out more next week. <laughs> Best sentence, worst sentence. I already did my worst. Oh, you know what we did? So I noted that, like, so Tanya and co. are going to come tomorrow, like, yeah. in the morning. And I was like, vampires have no reason to not come immediately. Like, nobody's getting tired. Nobody's going to sleep. Everybody can see at nighttime. Like, there's no reason for day or night to even, like, be relevant. There's no way it takes them that long to They can just run there in, like, I don't know, half an hour hour tops. Like, just come They're really overpowered. Like, they should be really fast. I could even get on board with them never getting tired. But the fact that they can, like... They can run, like, 300 miles an hour or something. Yeah, it's ridiculous. So I don't know why they're not just coming over right now. I mean, because plot. Because plot. There's got to be time for stuff to happen. Oh, this is another one that I think is bad, but I I had a funny thought about it, so I'm going to pick it. Uh, So Jacob is like, I think this is an overreaction. And he says, the immortal children were really that bad? And Edward responds, you can't imagine the depth of the scars they've left in the collective vampire psyche. <laughs> I think collective vampire psyche uh, would be a funny band name. So. <laughs> <laughs> it would be. That's my pick. Oh, I have a worst. Okay, so they're all running after they're like following Alice and Jasper's scent trail when they first go out mm-hmm. after them. Would they even, would they have been able to surprise her? Carlisle asked. His voice as even as if he were standing motionless rather than running at full speed. Oh my god! I was trying to imagine it and it was only funny to me. Like imagine it. I was trying to imagine like movie style. Like his body <laughs> is moving is as blurring. fast as possible. The, but the trees are blurring. But he's just like, would they have been able to surprise his her? Head's just like not moving. Yeah. But also it can't sound like it'd be standing still because there's things like because wind. Of physics. <laughs> yeah. Great point, Melissa. <laughs> No, he knows how to speak just so to <laughs> to to compensate, to oh, compensate for to the compensate wind. for the wind <laughs> Oh god, I don't know, y'all. We also didn't talk about how she starts like crying, like emotionally crying cuz obviously right. she doesn't have any tears. Right. And she's like my eyes my eyes felt strange and dry. Why? That didn't make any sense to me. Why? She eventually kind of like chokes on air and is like, so this is what crying is like as a vampire. 
It's like... I guess. I guess. Sure. I don't um, have a best. Yeah, I'm really <laughs> struggling here. Um, what I thought was a moment of Stephanie showing us that there is still growth for Bella to have in becoming a vampire was they're talking about Jasper and Alice's scents and how Esme found the fresher scent that was Alice's and there's a moment here where Bella's like um I was new to this but it smelled exactly the same to me just minus Jasper and so I was like oh she can't tell the freshness and so I highlighted it as like oh look at that there is something here that Uh yeah um but then like a couple paragraphs later um she says something about how fresh the scent is and i was like oh <laughs> well she learned it she <laughs> learned, never mind. She's learned it i don't know i was just like <laughs> jesus christ so i also thought it was a weird phrasing that it was like it's well the only way that i could tell that this is what she meant is that it smells exactly the same but without jasper but like that means it smells only like like if you can identify the smell that is jasper then you can identify the smell, smell that, that is, is alice. alice like right and because you've been like around thing. them yeah you know both of them if if you had only been around them like together with their sense mingling maybe you wouldn't quite like have it pulled out but like you made a whole thing about how jasper really wants to be around you all the time because you're so happy mm-hmm. you guys have mm-hmm. been together for weeks at this point like you know you know that you know and we know that you know <laughs> i mean i don't think i have anything else that's fine uh email us with questions or comments or um things that you want to know about melissa and maya's exploits in europe at twilightfacepodcast.gmail.com if you'd like to support us check out patreon.com slash twilightfacepodcast thank you to all of our patrons melina bridget karen ed laura andrea lini chance king scammon Miriam, melissa rachel olivia sabine hannah maddie and madeline you can follow us at twilight underscore face on twitter and insta and twilight face podcast on tumblr disclaimer we own nothing the twilight universe and all characters belong only to stephanie meyer please don't sue us audio editing by possibly me which might be a problem uh cover image by laura Shermer. our theme music is written and performed by adrian morning We'll be back next week, and this time we mean it. Isn't that exciting? And if you don't like it, you can bite me. Yeah, two fucking bites. Bye. Bye. Bye.